Hey guys, before we get started, this episode of Beer and Other Shit, the podcast is brought to you by High Season Co., a social media agency with over a decade of marketing experience who are crafting the way brands are perceived online. These guys aren't just marketers, they're liquid enthusiasts, craft beer nerds, hip-hop heads, and Gary Vee disciples. So is your social media looking tired? Are you having trouble getting to your customers? High Season can make it happen. Check them out, highseasonco.com. That's highseasonco.com. Now let's drink some beers. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all are brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Brewhead. I'm Scott Beer, Cold Beer Enthusiast. Welcome to episode 86 of Beer and Other Shit, the podcast. And this evening, we are somewhere we haven't done any uh, podcast before. We're Drew Stevens, co-owner and head brewer of Kanawaki Brewing Company in Kanawaki, Montreal, Quebec, whatever. Drew, thanks for having us, mate. Oh, I was going to do like that. Oh, I like that double banger right there. Thank you for having us, bro. Yeah, thanks for uh, coming by. It's awesome. been a, no, I appreciate it. I know it's been a long time. We've been trying to figure it out. You and I have been talking online for probably, I don't know, a year or so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, over a bunch of things, so we're going to get into everything today. Um, we just had some freaking amazing pizzas. You guys oh are my God. out of control. Uh, we had one beer so far, and we didn't want to get too excited, so we thought, you know what, let's... <laughs> you guys get too excited for before the, pizza the podcast. and stay for yeah. the beer. You yeah, know? That's exactly. That's what it's yeah. about. Um, so what we're going to do, we have a wicked flat here. Um, so we're going to start... In these cute little muffin trays. How good is that? That's, yeah. uh, that's quite a novel concept. I like that. Yeah, I haven't seen that before. It's perfect. Yeah. They're not even wobbling. So we'll start with the first one, and then we'll, we'll get this uh, moving. So I think this is the quickest we've jumped into a beer. We always, like, gab on gab for, like, for, yeah, like, this is... I, just, I really just want to drink these. <laughs> yeah. I'm, anyway, I'm aching. Yeah. Um, it's later in the day, so we're, like, a right. bit more let's, thirsty. That's right. Let's get you know? it going, right? guys. Ooh. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a little about this? Yeah, so, so this is a Gosa-inspired uh, um, mm. ale that's done with um, excessive amount of lime zest. Yes. We, we spent like a whole day zesting it's limes. Nice. Uh, and then uh, sea salt. So you definitely get a bit of that saltiness in there. Uh, it's kind of like a margarita in a beer. Um, all right. But I would say like it's a margarita on the beach without the sand. Nice. You don't want to drink sand. Annoying. It yeah. smells yeah. like a Bud Light lime, but not shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Cheers, Mike. Cheers, Jens. Cheers. Cheers, Tiffany. Cheers, Mmm. Good timing. Oh, yeah. Creamy. Money. That's a nice little uh, creamy vibe there. Lime mm. zest, eh? Mm, and there's still a bit of that, um, like, the bitter tartness from, like, the pith of the, the zest and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still sweet and tropical. And, and there was a light kettle sour in there, too. Mm. Um, just to add a bit of, like, just to drop that pH down a little bit more. The lovely lacing yeah. on that, too. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, wicked lacing. It's definitely like a, I wish it was nicer outside, but mm. it's, it's definitely right, it's perfect a, for that. A, like a summer patio, patio all beer. day. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, crush it. What's the ABV on this? Uh, Five point two. So Ooh. it's a little bit on the the high side. I was going to say uh, higher for, than crush yeah, yeah, for for, for a goza, on, yeah. You know, but it's definitely nice and nice and light and hell yeah, and uh, lime juice. You know? I'm about <laughs> it. Lime is amazing. So um, we've got a bunch of stuff to get into. So what we should probably start with is your brewing history like how did you end up here yeah we can get more into the uh background of the pub sure uh so um i started about seven years ago uh home brewing and um really got involved with the montrealers homebrew group which is yes. a very big um homebrew club in montreal and and the surrounding areas uh and quickly became the the president of of that yeah <laughs> running uh, things represent yeah yeah 
Um, and then that, that really kind of, you know, I picked up a lot of uh, great knowledge from all like, our great network of, of uh, brewers. Home brewers, there's like 275, uh, maybe probably 280 of us now. Nice. Um, so it's a, it's, a, it's a great network really? of, of knowledge sharing and, and you know, everything about brewing. Yeah. Um, and even some, you know, beer-focused stuff. And so it's it's been, uh, I mean, it's great, and that's where I got my start. Um, pretty much. Okay. So you were an avid home brewer. Thank you, Tiffany. Yeah. Love so avid home brewer. Uh, actually, ha- I come from the IT background. So okay. I used to do a bit of programming, uh, some tech support, project management, uh, post-sales stuff. And then one day I was just uh, sitting at my desk and I'm like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. Um, I need, l- let, me, let me try do a hobby as a job mm-hmm. and see if I like it. Okay. And see if I continue to like it. And then so I, I got my start at uh, Les Trois Brassards. Nice. Um, I guess like a lot of us around around Montreal. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, pretty much, uh, you know, got in contact with the right people and built this. So uh, was your homebrewing knowledge based on just like YouTube and then you kind of grew it from there and then joined the group and that's where it kind of really um, yeah. awesome, so to speak? Um, are yeah, you completely I guess, self-taught or no? Like so, my my uh, really good friend uh, got me started, and and really we're Coors Light drinkers. Like we just bought the biggest case of Coors Light you can buy. That's what we used to do. We used to live together. What's the cheapest? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get four extra beer. Sure. Yeah, this is oh, what yeah. I can afford right I now. I need so. a T-shirt. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And, and he was like, dude, I figured out a way we can have for excess cheaper. amount of beer for cheaper. And my dad used to brew beer back in the 80s, so he could teach me. Like, nice. all right, cool, do it. <laughs> and then, uh, so he was doing that like a year in advance, and he kept trying to get me into brewing. And uh, I'm like, dude, I'm quite happy coming over to your place and drinking all your beer, and you're <laughs> right. doing all the heavy lifting. That's great. And then for, for my uh, for my birthday, he one of my birthdays, he bought me a starter kit, and, and you know, we brewed a batch together. And, and it becomes, you know, like a, a snowball effect of... of uh, of a, an addiction, not right. to drinking, but making it and, right. and and actually collecting equipment, and then you know, so you start off with a little pot and uh, you know a, a carboy and a plastic spoon, and the next thing you know, you need to like, <laughs> you know, you, conical fermenters. Well, and like, next thing you know, is yeah. taking like a whole room in your house exactly. or your apartment. So I mean, um, that's the the kind of illness behind it, I guess. But, uh, yeah, such guess a you, sweet illness. Yeah, Isn't yeah. It but it's one of those like you know few hobbies where you get like an awesome something to to enjoy after exactly it's not like collecting cards where they just go in some shoebox under the yeah. bed or something yeah. you get yeah. to drink delicious beer too, right? after uh, yeah. I still have my you baseball and hockey it. cards and I yeah, look at them exactly <laughs> what do you yeah. do with it you drink yeah. that damn beer yeah um, so the okay so you got the homebrew how did that lead to the club like I guess you were homebrewing you heard about the club and just were like hey I was yeah um, well I mean like everybody kind of looks to the the US for I guess inspiration and I had been reading about you know different things about homebrewing uh, every time you research a topic and it seemed like every town and city had their own homebrew club yeah. I'm like oh I wonder if Montreal has one and and then that's where I found the, these guys and yeah. then uh, yeah just you know reached out to them and, and got acquainted to some of the people and I signed up right before their, their big sort of end of the year Christmas party New Year's party whatever you want to call it and that was like my first introduction to it I'm like holy shit these people are like pretty fucking cool. serious about yeah all serious about it yeah serious about brewing and and you know everybody's sharing different home brews and all that stuff and even the even the guys who are just kind of getting into it and didn't have like anything ready they brought like commercial beers that they would like to brew or they're inspired by so and then sometimes you get like some cool shit you know like uh, 
Is this like meet in people's basements, or is it like you go to like a hall, wherever it happens yeah. to be? That wherever week? it happens yeah. to be, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's usually in people's apartments mm. uh, or you know basements, backyards, if it's nice outside. Uh, and um, yeah, it just happens. You know, <clears throat> once a month we do like a uh, a meeting, and and people bring all their their good and bad stuff because I mean right. that's the part of that's the the nice thing about home brewing is that there's going to be bad beers, right? And you may not understand where these bad tastes or flavors are coming from. So you bring it there and then you have like a, you know, other people can tell you what you're doing wrong. That's actually really cool. Yeah. So what's the, like, excuse the ignorance, I guess it's kind of for people who might not really know how they work. Like, I guess it's to the purpose is for networking is for, um, you know, like you said, bringing your beers like, yo, what do you think? Like getting like more expert, expert opinion I guess or someone who knows what they're talking about rather than just your friend like oh yeah free beer yeah. <laughs> like someone who knows what's up to yeah. give you feedback is that kind of like the purpose of the clubs yeah yeah so it's definitely about feedback and, and the nice thing is that you have a mix of old members and new members and we have a lot of people in the industry you know like uh, um, you guys uh, did a show with uh, Renault and, and Sean from Jukebox and Avant Garde mm-hmm. so they they were members of the club right. um, you know uh, Tico at Benilux uh, was also our president at one point right. um, so we have like a lot of pro brewers in there a lot of guys have been in you know uh, home brewing for decades and then you have like the new and upcomers so it's a really nice mix and mm. that's what we kind of encourage for the meetings too is because the the new brewers you know, if you have a bunch of new brewers, then nobody's gonna. It's like blind leading right, the blind a little right, bit, but right, uh, right. It's a but nice healthy mix. Yeah, so it's it's always been a nice mix for for everybody and. Okay, good. So yeah. where do you go from someone who's an avid home brewer? You join a homebrew club. Mm-hmm. You have a job, I'm assuming, apart from that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you decide you kind of want to make that your full time job. What where? You told me you had a bit of an aha moment where you're like, I don't want to do this. I want to do a hobby as a career. But yeah. how do you transition from one to the other? Um, and was that a smooth or rough transition? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's, uh, I mean, from, for, I, I guess, most people that get into it, you don't do it for the money. Um, this is not a get rich quick scheme at no. all. You know, <laughs> um, it's, it's definitely, you know, I, I, Every time I talk to somebody and they ask this kind of question, it's like, you know what, do it because you're passionate about it right. and not because you think that you're, you're, you're going to be cool or you're going to make $1,000 a day right. uh, cash in your pocket or whatever <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, so like do it for the passion and, and you know, there, there's a lot of different avenues to really get into that. Um, you know, there's a lot of breweries always looking for uh, extra help, you know, like, uh, volunteer, um, your time, like after hours, uh, from your job or like mm. on the weekend and, and, you know, look, reach out to your local brewery or brew pub or whatever. And, and, you know, maybe that might be an entrance way. Um, or, you know, uh, there's many people who've taken that jump and, and, you know, put their house on the line and, right. and, yeah. and got, major loans and got involved with lots of investors or whatever like that I mean that's that's swinging for the fences with, with it but uh, yes. um, yeah what, what was your first job then at um, Trois-Bosse so that was uh, it was as a brewer as a brewer yeah so did you at that point how many years home brewing experience did you have at that particular point I was probably around four or five years so you yeah. knew what you were doing well, I mean, like, you, I knew the general concept. It's just playing around with bigger equipment, you know, it, like, shit gets a little bit more serious. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you start playing around with, with chemicals that are, yeah. that can 
actually harm you. Yes. And, and, <laughs> yes. Uh, and you know, you're, you're playing around with like a little homebrew pump like this. And then now it's like, this thing is like a couple of horsepower right. and it's going to rip your face off, you right. know? So <laughs> I mean, the, the equipment, the equipment gets a lot bigger and it's like, uh, you know, it's going from driving a bicycle to owning a car, you know, like right. it's, it's, there's much more, uh, power and performance, but behind. essentially still the same process really. It's yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. The concept and the, yeah. everything behind it is the same, right. you know? So they like so brewers are breweries are pretty comfortable taking on new employees in the role of a brewer, uh, who maybe just have had homebrew experience. Like you rather well, than I mean, working up. You start with the menial yeah. tasks, I'd assume, and work your way up to. Um, I guess it all depends on the place. Like uh, I know, like some places where you know you're doing sort of bitch work, bitch work. And, <laughs> and stuff like, <laughs> like that. Sell them and roll uh, them, right? Yeah, or like you know, your job is just to clean kegs. clean clean kegs or clean tanks, and that's it. You never get to brew until you graduate to that point. Sure. Um, you know, like, uh, my experience was just really like they, you go through a very intense training for two, three months. Um, and then, you know, you go through like a whole kind of validation process. And then, you know, when there's uh, an availability at a, at a restaurant, the, every restaurant brews their own beer. So it's, uh, you know, you, you get involved that way. So what do you mean? I didn't that. The what? I thought, I thought all the recipes were the same across the whole the, they are the same thing, but uh, the oh, recipes are the same, right. but they're brewed at oh, each location. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, so I mean, like, regardless of the the same recipe, a different There's system and a different brewer will right. always have its right. variances. You know. Hmm. And, right. Um, okay. And at what point did that lead you to here? Like, at what point did you like? All right, I need to do this for myself. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think for from a young age, I I knew I kind of wanted to be my own boss and, and do my own thing. It's always been an interest to start my own company. Good times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, perfect. Sounds uh, of the brewery, right? So, yeah, Love to, it. To, start my own, uh, to start my own company. And, and so I started taking um, uh, entrepreneurship courses, uh, still actually trying to finish that up at McGill. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm doing a certificate in entrepreneurship. And uh, so, I mean, I was taking that to, to kind of build up something. I really didn't know what I wanted to get into. Uh, originally, I wanted to do kind of like uh, uh, brewery and brewing apparel, um, and and not so much for like merch for people to sell, but actually like comfortable um, like gear for work clothes. You know, right. like oh, uh, you know, like the 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 Dickies work shirts yeah, yeah, don't yeah, really yeah, yeah. breathe that well right. and stuff like that. So it's more yeah. of a adding a performance aspect. Of, anyway, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, so I mean, it was it was. Uh, I knew I wanted to do something uh, beer related, um, and uh, this is when I was still working in, in offices and stuff like that. So um, yeah, and then you know, just really getting into to brewing and all that stuff. Uh, I'm like, you know what? Like, let me just swing for the fences and see if I like it. You know, right. I think that was a nice stepping stone to get into Trois Brassards. Uh, you know, a great uh, learning organization. Um, you know, it's all about brewing a consistent product, and, and that's what I find a lot of the industry kind of lacks is that you need to be consistent uh, all the time. Yeah. Um, and we see it all the time, like even with IPAs, you know, like, well, you know, Citra is not Citra of last year, so mm -hmm. you need to readjust and, and stuff like that. So, um, but there was, they really focused on having consistent product, and, and that's what I really appreciated of, of my experience there. So, that's great. So then, um, all right. So you've worked there for a bit, and did you? How did this place come about? So, speaking met... of, we're in a very unique location here. I don't yeah, know if you want to talk about that a bit because yeah. I think 
it's a one of a kind in a sense that it is, or it was the first. Yeah. So um, it's it's the first brewery on a native reservation um, in in Canada or Quebec. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, not in the U.S. There's many of them sure. uh, down there, but. Um, yeah, so I mean, we're in a we're in a unique location and a, and a unique opportunity. Uh, I myself am not Native American, but uh, my partners are. Mm -hmm. And I guess like, what your original question was is how did we yeah, kind of get all like so? There's uh, me and two other partners. Uh, my two other partners are uh, are Native. They're from here in Ganawage, um, and um, they actually were in the wine business before. They had a uh, winery and out here as well. Yeah, out here. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, and um, yes, they wanted to get in. They wanted to have beer to complement their their lineup of products. And uh, we had a mutual contact that worked for them, and I knew them. And then they kind of put us in contact. Um, they knew me as a brewer brewing beer, and just put us in contact. And we sat down at and had a few <laughs> beers. Uh, and uh, yeah, everything really just clicked and. And we just started to kind of build that up slowly, and there's a whole uh, a whole process behind it because the native reserve doesn't fall under the provincial laws and regulations. So, in fact, the everything needed to be made for us to start this, and that's why it was a year and a half process to to get, to get the doors open. Right. So, when you say everything, what what did that not cover? Like, what did the province not? So there was. Uh, on the reserve, there was no, there was uh, wine manufacturing laws and regulations. There was spirit manufacturing laws and regulations, but there was nothing for beer. Oddly enough, because you think beer is kind of like beer, yeah. wine, yeah, right. you know, it's the one they come by, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't made. So when we approached the uh, the Mohawk Council here about with our project, they were like, "That's great. Um, we need some laws. We need some laws." So. <laughs> Uh, but it was it was a great process because we worked with the alcohol uh, beverages council uh, here as well, and so there was us, the Mohawk Council, the ABC board, and the lawyers, and we all got to put everything on the table. And you know, here's what we want to do: we want to we want to do a brew pub, but we also eventually want to sell bottles and cans. We want to do our distribution. We also want to sell growlers, and they're like, "What's a growler?" You know, so <laughs> you're like, oh, right? it's yeah. that you yeah. But I mean, it, it was great because for us, we we're part of that lawmaking process, and uh, and so like it wasn't that we got like a book afterwards and like have fun reading it. We we're part of that, right. so it was like everything was black and white to us and, and less gray, you know. Ooh, that's so cool. um, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty sick. So you guys, yeah, I was gonna yes, say, yeah, I was, gonna say I was getting a little parched. Yeah, I am you know? as well. Yes. <laughs> uh, so this bad boy, tell us about this one. So this is the uh, four times oranges. It's a session. Session IPA. Um, cheers. Yeah. yeah. Get it. Um, Tell, yeah. So, the reason why it's called Four Times Orange is that oh, yeah. I used orange peel uh, throughout the, the brewing process. Mm. There was or orange peel in the mash, orange peel in the boil, mm -hmm. and orange peel in both dry hops. Wow. Um, wow. Just so, the peel, no juice. No, no juice, right. just peel, yeah. Um, yeah, it's I used a different kind of um, a different kind of yeast for this, and it really cleared out over time. So that's okay. a little yeah. bit of my disappointment on that. So one. this was and <laughs> it's slightly deceptive IPA. though because it's so clear, but there's a it packs a ton of flavor mm. in there. You almost think it should be uh, yeah. hazy beer, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
Is it, is it a New England IPA, technically? It, yeah, it, um, it was modeled after everything of New England, but uh, just right. the, the yeast right. falls out. Right. And, um, so yeah, we're just going with the Session IPA thing. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Sometimes you get to name the beer after because it evolves throughout the brewing process, right? Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, that makes um, sense. I like it. And we use the very typical strain of, uh, um, of uh, Vermont style uh, IPA yeast. Yeah. And it just, yeah. Uh, just hey, man. Out of there. Okay. This is like probably like an early batch. What's that? This is a relatively early batch, potentially. Yeah, it's the the first the first of its. Yeah, shit, man. First, yeah. Shit, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's tasty as hell. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Goes down too fast, though. I know. Right? <laughs> See, oh, what's ABV? Four. Four. Well, yeah. That's why. So it's like the whole concept, you know. There's four times oranges, uh, 4%. four percent. Four percent. See where you're going with that. Yeah. So it's basically water. So you're telling me. That's mm. why you have to drink so much. Yeah. It? Delicious yeah. flavor for. Yeah. Yes, I was a bit All too right. thirsty on that. You were really thirsty. <laughs> I love that though. Um, okay, so you actually got to do something that most people don't, which is participate in making the laws, yeah. the alcohol laws for the area you're in, which is like, that's crazy. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, how do you think that affects your business and maybe the way you run the businesses? Maybe easier, uh, harder? Well, I mean, uh, it has its limitations. I mean, um, the, the thing is, like right now, we're kind of under a microscope because we're, they're using us as a, like a test case. Right. Um, and any adjustments, you know, like could be made in the future. Uh, and it's not just making them for us. It's anybody who wants to start a brewery on the reserve afterwards. Um, but it does have its limitations because, yeah, we're in the province of Quebec, but um, the province of Quebec doesn't really recognize that. So, so we're sort of limited to the, the territory right now. So you couldn't even distro to licensees, even if you wanted to? No, no. Because you technically aren't making beer in Quebec. Right, yeah. But we are. But you are, but, <laughs> but we're not really. Okay, so then what's the next step to fix that? So I guess the next step is, uh, I, I, I heard that there was some talks between the, the Regie, the SAQ, and the Mohawk Council about um, kind of making a, a seal of approval, um, a bit like when you buy Cuban cigars and it has like the right. the seal on yeah. it or whatever like that. So we so you may pay a tax or something to get it distributed. And that's the thing. Like it might come down to you know we might have to put a special sticker or uh, oh, something like that. Right. But we're not really sure. Okay. You, or, or or the other the other step would be to just apply for the Quebec right. permit and then and then we just follow those. I mean, but but then you have to change your rules. But you? like the the rules, uh, honestly, it's almost like a carbon copy of of the Quebec laws. Anyways, anyway. um, there's just little uh, tweaks here and there to make it a bit more um, black and white and less gray. Um, so logic, yeah. Which bureaucracy doesn't always uh, yeah yeah adhere to. Um, okay, and and that's it. Like because uh, you know anybody who's taken a, like a basic law course or, or gotten involved in, in anything law related is just like it's all the interpretation of the person who reads the laws so um, the thing is you might be a brewer out there and you think that you're, you're following the rules and then somebody comes in and slaps you on the hand because well that's their interpretation of the same right. laws so they didn't really want that that sort of area so it's really it's really cut and dry for so us technically nice. it'd be better if Quebec applied what you guys have created here to their rules so then there's no room for like 
disagreement yeah. or, or but misconception. But I mean, it's, it's hard to make everybody happy. I'm pretty sure there's some some laws, like, as, like if another brewery came here and just said, they're like, why can't we do this? Or, or Are they know, more flexible here than Quebec? Do you reckon? I would think so. Yeah. I just think so. Because I mean, the, so the, recep- the reception of just our project idea and when we brought our business plan to the table and all that, uh, they, it was like super receptive, and so people weren't like, "Oh, brewery!" Like, it yeah, was pretty like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. It was because like, you're bringing money to the community, essentially. Right, and and there's a whole beer tourism thing behind it too. So people uh, come. Yeah, so I mean, it it brings attention to the territory. Uh, you know, like I'm I'm sure I, I don't don't have any numbers to back it up, but I'm mm-hmm. sure that neighboring business uh, businesses probably from benefit it? from. Yeah. From extra people coming in to uh, to yeah. check different things out, and f- we probably benefit from that too. You know? Do you feel like you are paving the way for more establishments like this on reserves? Is this something that may you said there's in the states this is fairly commonplace, but do you think that's something that maybe in Canada hasn't picked up on yet? But you have kind of um, shown that it can be done and can be um, successful. I know you're still fairly new, but yeah, yeah, um, I. You know, I guess so, and 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 you know, for for consumer from a consumer standpoint, I hope so. Yeah. You know, like uh, we've been served too much shitty beer for too long, and uh, and you know, yeah. we're getting uh, yeah, you know, we're, we're we're getting we're getting finally some exposure and some some uh, uh, some great products out there, mm-hmm. and and the neighborhood brewery is is really the 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 way of the future, I think. Amen. Um, so you know it's it's coming back. It's, it's, it's a thing of the past, and now it's coming back to the, the future. Um, back to the future. Back to the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm a, always been a big fan of. Uh, I, I traveled around a lot in the U.S. and saw, you know, you guys been down in the U.S. and you know how it is there. It's like Crazy. everybody yeah. like has their their neighborhood thing and yes. and um, way less uh, regulated in comparison. Yeah, say, which allows for that. Yeah, yeah, like there's there's probably like five x the amount of breweries in the states. There's over five thousand. I didn't think we've barely cracked a thousand yet. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it makes their life a little bit easier. But yeah, it would be good if every neighborhood had their little brew pub, and yeah. not just in the cities. Like yeah. there's eight billion in Toronto. And there's the a whole bunch of Montreal. Towns yeah, that. yeah, but there's not that many in the Splinter. Like everything's concentrated. Yeah, and, and the thing that always kind of like makes me wonder, and and this is kind of a Montreal borough thing too. But if you ever looked up like breweries and brew pubs on Google Maps and it's just like plateau is just like saturated right. and there's like a little bit going towards like downtown core and then like nothing nothing else interesting nothing. that's why we live where we live <laughs> but it, it but it, that's that's apparently a borough thing because I I mean I approached some people and it's just like hey you guys live in NDG just start a brewery and they're like apparently that's like impossible, impossible. or something there, there's like for my understanding from what I've spoken to on folks uh, with folks in sort of in the Plateau and Island kind of area there's rules with how many liquor licenses can be given oh. out hmm. per, per block on the street yeah so like if there's uh, too many any, and if that liquor license say someone got it before new rules came in then they just they win um, and then like no more like Boswell we spoke to them recently they got one just before they changed the rules okay so they got in and then now there's no more in that area. Yeah. So even if they close down, I don't even think they'll, it opens up a spot. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't understand why, because there's so much tax on alcohol. Yeah. Like, yeah. what's their problem? Yeah. Like, people want to drink, like, and everyone's pretty responsible here. You can get alcohol everywhere compared to Ontario. Right. Yeah. So, like, I don't really get the bureaucracy behind that. It seems kind of pro- a prohibition era, counterproductive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, hey, you're trailblazer. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we're actually sitting 
in yeah. front of your capacity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which blew Scott and my mind like, when we walked in. We're like, for real? And you're like, yeah, bro, fuck. Yeah. So like you do these, all that. Yeah. All from this. this. Like, crazy. It's amazing. Yeah. So these are 250 liters each? Yeah. They're, it's a two barrel system, uh, 250 liter yield at the end of the day. Um, those are little fermenters over there? Uh, yeah, those are little bright tanks. So yeah. there's, uh, it's one barrel or 120 liter uh, or so um, bright tanks. Got to split the batch in two, so I mean, there's a lot of work, you know, like. Uh, but manual, uh, like, just it, a bit annoying for now. Yeah, but it, it gets it gets the job done. It get, puts beer in our lines, and and uh, you have plans for expansion, obviously. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so hopefully within uh, within the next two weeks or so, we're we're gonna sign off on our bigger system and then do our construction to join everything together. There's Amazing. a lot of avenues that we want to kind of get into. So so this is like a building at the back of the brew pub. It's sort of like. Well, it's only like whatever five meters between it, like a short walk. But, yeah, uh, it'd be cool. We had to connect that. You got to open the whole space up. And yeah, yeah. And so the plan also is to uh, make it a flat roof, so we could put a terrace, a terrace on top, like a patio on the top. Oh, nice. Um, what's up? Yeah, so, this yeah. would be killer out here, man. Yeah, yeah. Summer's yeah. kidding me. Yeah, yeah. What's the time frame for that, or is it kind of like uh, construction? Will probably start this summer, and oh. then uh, we're hoping to have everything like the new system up and running by, you know, fall time. and Okay, so you might still be able to catch a bit of uh, patio season. Uh, I, I, I don't think so for this year, but no, this year, next, next year is going to be on sure. and popping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you Amazing. running all the brewing um, yourself, or do you have brew assistants? Or? So, like, I have, uh, I have one assistant. Nice. I have my friend who comes in from time to time to help out. Um, when he can, he's got a full-time job. Right. Uh, Just hang out. And child and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, two full-time jobs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, but for the most part, uh, I handle most of it myself. and That's sick, man. Along with the social media stuff and the yeah. front of house stuff. And your and wife uh, also, because I remember I spoke to her on Instagram, so she yeah. handles a bunch yeah. of stuff as well? A little bit of stuff. She helps out in the bar when she can. Uh, she also has a full-time job. So, uh, so that's even more impressive to me, that people who have full-time jobs still, still do it on the side. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. can still do this. It's, it's super sick, man. Yeah. It was also cool. I, uh, I was really impressed by your brew pub. Beautiful-looking brew pub. So nice. I felt very comfortable as soon as I walked in. Yeah. Warm and and uh, you were telling me that you've essentially built everything from scratch on the inside there, yeah. which I thought was really cool. So everything is done uh, by us, by hand, even this table here. It's a beautiful lacquer on it. Yeah, lacquer. 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 I just want to rub my nude body all over it. Do you have any baby oil? Yeah. But yeah, this is my one of our partners, Rotting Deck, that we repurposed. That's crazy. I love that, man. So this stuff called again? Epoxy resin. I love it. I kind of call it lacquer. I just call it lacquer. We, we have a couple of tables in so there, smooth. and I'll, I'll show you the ones, but there's uh, there's actually, like when we're putting the, the stuff on, a dragonfly flew on no it way, and died there. in there, and he's still in there. That's so it amazing. might be like Jurassic Park. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Poor guy. So, uh, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, we did everything by hand, you know, like uh, we built that all, I mean, probably see little B-roll stuff and everything, yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah like everything tip, is, yeah. is... And your is, fermentation... Everything uh, is right here, here and yeah, blood, blood. Yeah. super. You must feel like a pride about that to know that like you kind of like your literal blood, sweat, and tears went into yeah. making this. And, and you know, like I, I think, and you know, I, I hope you guys enjoy all the all our products, uh, all the beers, and all that stuff. But um, to me, I think, and you know, maybe it's kind of like judging each one of my my children or whatever yeah. like that. But it, it's like I think that 
that whole stigma of like you need big badass shiny stainless steel to make yeah amazing to make beer, amazing right. beer or you know I wouldn't say amazing beer because that's like a bit, yeah. but like <laughs> you let's can say like, your own yeah, yeah but like uh, you know like some some really good drinkable beer that everybody is that's you know it's approachable yeah uh, and there's something a little bit for everybody like the the beer menu is designed in a way for for that yeah uh, to to you know if you're beginner to an intermediate to a beer nerd or brew head or whatever you want to call it or beer enthusiast or beer know. enthusiast you know like um but like that's the thing like you don't need big shiny and and uh to to do it yeah. and um and you know we definitely took that approach we took a small humble approach to to do that it was really like you know there's a multi multi-faceted reason for that um one, we wanted to test the market to see if that was going to be something that was going to catch on. Obviously, it's catching on a bit like, more than we, than you know, a lot faster than we uh, had originally foreseen. Um, but then also the you know like the the thing is we wanted to take a, a small approach and mm -hmm. and build it up from there and, and right. kind of build that the, the business aspect organically. So right and you know the the beers will do its own talking and mm -hmm. and get people chatting on Let's the internet. Let these beers talk then. This yeah. is uh, one we've already tried we were, today, yeah. which I thought was fantastic. Yeah. So this is uh, three hops this time. Cheers. It's our number two. Yes. Uh, number two version. So this is uh, so much like citrus like orange and stuff in this yeah creamy and frothy and smooth and it's yeah. like east meets west yeah that's a great description yeah, yeah. it's got like like you said the dank uh, a little bit of dank a little bit of resin a little west coast like, uh, west punch coast to it, but yeah. then like but the creamy and, hazy. and the, yeah. yeah it's fantastic i think this i don't know i feel like this is like now like you mentioned shot lead before because they got their one the center that's a similar vibe and like I'm really enjoying this. Yeah, style. this like East Meets West. You take the thing. best of both worlds. Yeah, it's kind of. I haven't together. seen it very often. There's now like two great ones in Quebec. Like yeah, neighbors. Yeah. Like that's sick. I think that you guys might be onto something. There we go. <laughs> We've actually already talked about doing like a a route ABI, like a beer route. Yeah. Um, oh, that's. But cool. apparently, we need a bit more concentration of breweries ah, to right. <laughs> to call that. Um, so. But uh, yeah, because we're on the same road, so I mean, it just uh, makes sense for us to kind of connect everything up. Connect everything up, yeah. Um, what was I going to ask about? There was something. You want to know about the three hops in there? <laughs> the three hops. Let's yeah. do that. Uh, three so hops. It was. Uh, I, then, yes. yeah. yeah, Idaho Seven, uh, Equinot, and uh, what big was it? Big Secret. There That's right. Yeah. yeah. Big Secret. Yeah. Super five hence the name. Three big. Hop varietals. Yeah. Again, three, three hops this time. Right, and that's from a song that I'm not familiar with. Yeah. Three hops this time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that, but it's not. Slide to the left. Slide to, I went the wrong way. Slide yeah. to the right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't deal with that. I don't like group participation songs. No, I can't so. stand that shit. It's yeah. so whack. But <laughs> not at my wedding. Uh-uh. Yeah. Um, so one thing, I'm not trying to harp on it. I just want to really quickly discuss. So these things here say Black Bridge Brewing, uh -huh. but it's kind of wacky brewing. Do you want to just really quick touch on the the name change? Yeah. Which so is good because it happened so early. It's a, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like we're only two months in and, and we did the name change. Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, there's already, as most probably beer enthusiasts already probably seen on Untapped or whatever like that, that there's another Black Bridge uh, in Saskatchewan. There's actually one in Arizona, and we're kind of operating as three independent uh, entities. And uh, but the internet is one big world, um, <laughs> right. so sure is. it was just like a big marketing 
Boo Cluster, boo. Clusterfuck, I guess. Yeah. Clusterfuck. Clusterfuck. That works too. Um, so yeah, we're just getting like tagged in in some of their initiatives and some of their their projects that they were involved in, and and you know people here were hashtagging them and other things, you know. So uh, I think it was just easier for us to say, you know what, we're it's so easy. It, it's so early in the game, not easy, but it's uh, earlier in the game though. for us to just kind of step away from the name. Um, even though there's so much historical background for us on that, and that's the thing that kind of hurts us the most, is really the, the historical background of what the name. What is the Black Bridge? So the Black Bridge is actually the um, train bridge that is parallel to the Mercier Bridge, the, guys, mm-hmm. the bridge that you guys probably took over to get here. Yes. Um, and uh, so that train bridge, uh, the version that we see now is the second iteration of that bridge that was built in 1903 and 1910, around there. Um, and so that's uh, CP Rail built that bridge, mm-hmm. and part of the um, stipulations to have that job was to uh, employ some locals, and um, so they were just hired uh, native men as uh, general laborers and everything like that. Um, and then so after hours, you had all these native men like running up on the structure, you know, like running across beams and all that stuff. And one of the superintendents after hours. Like went out there and saw all these guys running around on the beams and like, holy shit, these guys like don't have any fear of like heights and yeah. whatever. Right. So maybe we could start. Maybe they make really good iron workers, and they started training them to become iron workers, and um, that's really the the trade of choice for a lot of families and and for generations. Uh, there's a lot of families that have people, you know, essentially the whole New York skyline was built by by natives uh, in the iron working trade really? and a lot of places down in you know Florida Texas uh, one of our partners is a former iron worker he worked uh, over 20 years in iron working wow. so but that job the black bridge which is a nickname for that bridge um, was like a start of, of you know economic sustainability for a lot of families here mm. so there's a lot of attachment to that uh, that particular uh, bridge and that particular job in, in particular that uh, spawned uh, things. So I guess that's our kind of like tip of the hat uh, to 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 uh, to that. To that yeah, uh, that's really cool. Yeah, um, and it's been a pretty smooth transfer. Like people are sort of starting to get. Well, I guess there's the, a little bit of like a little bit of confusion. We kept really the uh, the same the uh, logo, branding, right? same yeah. logo. Mm-hmm. Uh, just really changed the name uh, in the middle. Uh, it kind of almost makes almost almost better in the sense that like. As you said, you guys have paved, which I didn't know beforehand, you guys have paved the way for uh, brewing industry in the area, Yeah. including writing the laws. Like, I've never heard that before. Yeah. So it's, it's almost like better long-term you own the name Kanawaki Brewing, because yeah. then, like, if you're the OGs in the area, like, yeah. you are the area. And your like, name is the area, so kind of... And, that, yeah. and that's going to be the SEO as well, and people search for that, so I mean, yeah. like... Yeah as much probably as an annoyance it's going to be like this is probably the best time oh yeah yeah for this to happen and as much of a headache yeah it's like you know two months in we didn't have to recall all kinds of products yeah, and right. relabel and them and what's the bonus that happened from oh yeah everything's vintage now everything's <laughs> everything, a yes, yeah. apparently they're, they're collector's items people yeah. are stealing our glasses yeah. and, don't and steal the glasses or do oh, or do yeah. or do yeah um, Drew said it on me. Like, but uh, yeah, no, people are scooping up our t-shirts like it's, uh, they're going to find, we're going to probably find them in flea markets like 20 years from now. Like, <laughs> For like $150. Like marked up. Yeah. And, uh, like, 
So maybe I'll start keeping them back for like yeah, a retirement plan, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like your own RSP. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love it. So the one question I, I sort of asked you earlier because I couldn't help myself when we were talking, but like, who's the crowd? Who are you getting in here? Like, who's coming in? So is, are you finding us a lot of the community? Are we getting people from like out of town, from the burbs, from Montreal, beer nerds? Like, what's, what's the we get a, noticed? We get a good mix of everybody. Uh, originally, it was a lot of uh, locals and like people from, you know, Chattagui, St. Constant, like the neighboring towns, really. Yeah. Um, and now that we're like, um, excuse me. Now that we're um, kind of getting on the, we're like featured in a lot of the news and all that stuff. We have a lot of people that are curious from a lot further out, um, which is really awesome. Um, and then now, you know, our uh, I guess you know our New England IPA, which we we're going to work on the next, has like kind of been uh, making a little bit of noise on the, the social media stuff. So nice. that's uh, I mean that we kind of want to appeal to everybody. Um, you know, our, our beer menu is, is a three-tier system that, that I kind of devised in my evil mind, but uh, but there's really approachable beers for the, you know, the, the people getting into craft beer or, or curious about craft beer. There's the intermediate beers, um, so to speak, with like a little bit hot forward, a bit more flavor. And then there's the more extreme beers uh, that, you know, that, that, we'll, that we're more into. And <laughs> so, um, well, it, was yeah. nice, it was nice to see two really clear, approachable, easy drinking beers, two kind of hazier style IPAs, and then, and then two, two adjunct, well, one's an adjunct porter uh, stout. Stout, I believe. Yeah. Stout, the coffee stout, and the other yeah. one. So you have options, and I looked at the menu, it's not just like super hazy IPA heavy or yeah. super just like old lagers. It's like, well, yeah. today I'm feeling stout, so let me go to the bottom of the menu here and hit that up. So. Yeah. And I don't want to shit on anybody, but like, I. I personally hate going to some breweries and they have 10 taps They're all and 10, 10 is IPA and yeah. double IPA. It's like, yeah, hmm, yeah. <laughs> I guess I love I'll it. have a IPA, you, love, yeah. you know, like, I, I mean, no, but I'm, I'm I mean, don't get, a variety no, variety is, yeah. don't, don't get me wrong. I, I mean, I mostly drink IPA and double IPA yeah. on any given day, but like, you're not doing anything to you educate the, yeah. Yeah. And, and for us, it's like, you know, we come from a, uh, it's very heavy on, on Bud Light and Budweiser drinkers. So we're, we wouldn't educate anybody or help anybody discover the world of beer right. if we didn't offer anything different, you know? So yeah. that's the, the whole premise behind it. And originally when we sold the flight, it was the first five beers on our menu and you had your blonde, you had the Belgian wit, you had the Hard Day's Work, which is um, like the English, uh, English style bitter. You had... Uh, your American pale ale and you yeah. had your stout. So you had like the gamut of beers to get into it. Right. And that I think is, you know, you're taking somebody by the hand who doesn't know shit about craft beer and walking them down the road and they'll discover what flavors they like. And I get a lot of people saying, like, oh, I really love the citrus beer. And it's like, okay, American pale ale. Good, we can develop on right. that, you know? Hmm. Or, you know, they or uh, the, the classic one that I've seen so many times is the some people come in and, oh, I don't like dark beers. That's like way too strong. It's like, yeah, well, try it out, you know? Yeah. And then, so, and, and that's the whole thing about talking to your customers and, and you know, leading them down and guiding them through that, that mm -hmm. adventure is that, okay, try this. And then you're I'm basically transforming your palate into something to appreciate a dark beer. Like, I All would right. never give somebody a stout on the first one if they say they don't like dark beers, yeah. right. just to say Welcome to try it. But morph their palate into appreciating different flavors, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden hit them with that, and then 
I've seen it so many like times. There's like the eyes light up and they're like, I didn't think I liked this. I'll come by a table and I'll the, see them finishing the night with, with a glass of, yeah. uh, of stout. And I, I like throwing it back at them, like yeah. saying, I you didn't like that yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, but it's so delicious, yeah. so much flavor and all that stuff. It's like, see, it's not like a, a hammer of alcohol hitting you in the head. Yeah. It's not like a hammer of, I mean, yeah, a, there's a hammer of, of flavor, but it's it's a nice flavor. It's yeah. There's so that much. was like our experience with sour beers. I remember having a sour beer way before I was ready, yeah. and I was like, oh, we thought it was off. Like this is terrible. Oh, and uh, and then our palate evolved over the the years, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh my god, I need a sour beer right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I find myself choosing sour beers over like a kettle sour is like almost like dry hop kettle sour. I'm going to almost first over anything oh, these yeah. days, right? Yeah. The palate evolves, and it's good to know that you're appeasing to all palates and I mean beers and you want to educate yourself through beer so yeah. start wherever it, you start and then work your way up don't get me wrong I'd love to have everybody just hammer down on, on sure. hazy IPAs sure. and stuff like that or whatever but uh, I think it's like for the for for people to walk into a brewery and not have the accessibility of like a different kind of gamut of beers and all that mm. stuff I, I don't think that's helping anybody that's the out. That's fun of it, right? Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. think that's helping anybody discover beers. And that's really kind of what it's about. I know we've been, I've been, I've been lying this to Yeah, yeah uh, okay, uh, I can't uh, hold uh, off anymore, So this guys. is, uh, this one just came off tap when you, when you guys uh, <laughs> got the here, last in existence. Right? the last yeah. of it. But, uh, this is the first batch? Second. Second? Yeah. That's fire. Beautiful. So that's, oh, yeah. That's called it's, Beast. It, yeah, it's Beast. So, <laughs> Sorry, uh, yes. Sorry beast. how do you say it? Um, with an exclamation point on there with an exclamation Um, so this is is your stereotypical New England IPA it's big fluffy uh, pineapple juice Mm -hmm. um, up the wazoo you know um, yeah just like that that tanginess to it which I love yeah yeah. like a five alive type a little chalky yeah yeah Um, what's ABV like six ish Seven. Seven? <laughs> oh, nice. You paused there for a minute. Yeah, yeah, You're like, it was supposed like, to be seven. six. Uh, no, it's great. No, no it wasn't supposed seven to be seven nice. all day. Yeah, I like it. Seven all day. Um, um, can you talk about what so much pineapple? Yeah, sure. Here? So this is your kind of, uh, your, your big three three hitters, uh, Galaxy, Simcoe, Sintra. Yeah. yeah. Uh, big three, uh, of course, the uh, your your Vermont yeast, yep. of course. Yep. You need that. Um, no, no flour. No. No. <laughs> no flour. No you don't need that. Flour, you don't need yeah. that. Look, there's no flour in there. Yeah, see? that's. Uh, I love you couldn't even see your grandmother if you wanted. To, but, uh, but she's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's sick. It's nice. And yeah. this one sold really well. The response was. Um, yeah, great. Uh, we we sold the first batch in um, in about three days. Damn. Um, and then it was just like people were banging on doors. Want more beef? Uh, Want more beef? Uh, like, all right, fine. Man. It's like Christ. zombie apocalypse. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Slow down. Yeah, beast. Yes. Um, yeah. So we did. Uh, this is the second batch. The third batch is coming up, and then um, you know, yeah. Keep all three filled. With, we're we're uh, pretty much though. we're pretty much brewing this on the same uh, frequency as the the Blondale, which is uh, yeah. which is our flagship beer, the Blackbridge. Um, so that just flies off the shelf. Just an observation: all the beers that I've had have all had fantastic lacing on them. Yeah, like they are just clinging onto that glass. Tell like, us about that lacing. Uh, <laughs> like this one is still like it's, um, it just won't go you, away. If, if, if you it's take a well-made beer right there. Well, there you go. Yeah. I was gonna say you take it from an old world, uh, old world brewing um, perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 
it's just a well-made beer and yeah. and that kind of goes back to my point that i made before it's like this is you know you don't need big shiny stainless yeah. to to make something um you know jamming Fantastic. So. Yeah. Yeah. no i love it um i'm trying to think what else i want to yap about so i got the the people in um is there anything else we talked about earlier I'm just having a blank for a second <laughs> we talked a lot about things no no we don't do <laughs> Was there anything else we had to specifically? I just feel like I'm missing something. I know we should. Do you hire? Are your employees from the reserve? Yeah, that's exactly from the reserve. Um, Yeah, so like uh, I'm, I'm not from the reserve. My two other partners are. Uh, All our staff minus one is is from the reserve. So our cook is. Our, we, we make awesome motherfucking pizzas. Yeah, you uh, do. Which you guys have. Un- you do. Unreal. Like, amazing. Some of the best I've had in Canada. Like, like I'm not even no joking. No exaggeration. Yeah, straight like, up. Reminds me of home. Uh, great. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> straight up. Uh, so, yeah. So, we make really good pizzas. Our, our, our cook is is uh, is from here. Uh, three out of a four of our staff is, is... I don't count my wife because she helps out when she can. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and, and that's, uh, you know, my helper is from here, so we, we employ uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, native people, um, and, and as you know, the craft brewing industry is, is, is basically an employment industry, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it just generates a lot of jobs, so it's like, Definitely. Um, you know, um, yeah, we just, we just want to hire a lot of people. But at the same time, you know, it, it's important for us to be uh, bilingual, you know, most of the reserve is mm-hmm. tends to be more English forward. Uh, we we want to have the English and French. We're on the highway, so we get a lot of people from everywhere. Like um, swimming by. Yeah, and and we want to, you know, we want our <clears throat> we want the tap room to be comfortable, which which you had mentioned before. Yeah. It's, it's really it's really comfortable to be I think there. It's sick in winter. In the zone. Yeah, yeah. 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 The, the great patio in too, but like yeah. extra, like kind of cozy, like yeah, good. Definitely has pizza, that cottagey vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Dark yeah. beer. Hell yeah. yeah. So just how our tap room is comfortable, we want also the service to be comfortable too. Yeah. Uh, the delivery of our products and and you know even suggestions and all that stuff. We want it to all be comfortable and and make it like. Beer is an experience, and this is what I, I've always preached to people: uh, is that it's an experience, and give give the people the experience that they want. It's mm-hmm. it's that's why the beer menu is divided is sort of divided in three tiers, but also it's designed that way because it's it's an adventure, it's an experience. Yeah, um, and I want that to be complete for people, and that that's, I mean, to me, that's what what makes the. A, uh, like a beginner to be a craft, yeah. craft beer enthusiast, you know. Was that the uh, like the aim from the start was to kind of like not necessarily cater to just beer nerds like like us, but maybe to yeah. like you know, really interested. I mean, maybe I'm assuming because based on where we are, yeah, you almost didn't have a choice. But yeah, like, how do you? Um, you know, that's that's a good question. Actually, uh, the. the to offend anybody on YouTube there, but uh, <laughs> offend uh, away, yeah. Relax and but uh, no, the main focus actually the, the the least focused demographic was the beer nerd. Right. Um, I I'm I guess a beer nerd myself, sure. uh, but yeah, I guess so. I guess I have to be. You know, you know. Hey, you're uh, brutal, like yeah, it. yeah. But like my my thing was, uh, you know what? I can't just brew all the beers that I want to drink right. because. Like, well, you could. I could. Yeah. But, you would know, everybody like. Would right. everybody like it? And and uh, 
the thing is, you know, it doesn't matter if our beers uh, don't appeal to everybody because, hey, at least you gave it a shot. And yes. if you want to go back and, and you, you drink butter Bud Light, it, you know. I mean, it's shame, but I mean, you know. Yeah, fucking shame. But, uh, <laughs> well, you got the blonde. You got the blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, like, uh, hey, you know what? Like, maybe you didn't like our beers, but try somebody else's beers. Right. And and don't don't formulate your judgment on the craft beer world because you know we didn't do our job. I hope we did do our job, and I hope everybody else. Uh, I hope the next guy that you or the next guy or girl that you you drink their beers, you appreciate those beers because yeah. we, you know, warmed you up to it. Um, but. Um, what the hell was the original question? <laughs> it was more like, why were you... It's all good. It's been a long day. Yeah. Uh, why were you aiming... Did you start this place with the aim to convert people? Or yeah. Or was it kind yeah. of like a... So it sounds like it was. Yeah. 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 So to, to me, it was like to give uh, a, a nice diversity to... And, and get people off macro and into micro. Right. And uh, I think we're doing that. You know, yeah. like I think we're doing a good job. A lot of people come in here and, and really like our blonde beer. We don't do a light lager. I mm -hmm. sort of refuse to do a light lager. Uh, what, I want to ask actually, that, sorry to cut you off, why did you choose the blonde over, not a light lager, but so, like a lager or yeah. pilsner? Or dry hopped version of either? Uh, one was uh, was technical limitations. Say, yeah, because yeah. 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 uh, brewery process, limitations. Hog up everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, so a little bit of that, but, um, but I don't think that you really need to do a crazy lager to really and and also it wasn't to give I want to give people what they want but not really what they want okay you know yeah to make them adventure out a little bit exactly yeah. so it was like yeah. this is a blonde this is close yeah. to the coolest so, but, but I'm uh, trying to slowly bring you over to the our, our the blonde yeah. I'll tell you our blonde is it's it's crystal clear it's it's snappy yeah. you might almost think that it's a, a lager right. it's a bit more round than right. a lo like the sharpness of a lager mm -hmm. um it's a bit more round, and uh, people still like it. We did a lot of like sort of market research before we even opened the doors, uh, especially with the with the our, what we would consider our flagship beer. Mm -hmm. um, it's what we're named at. Well, what we used to be named after. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we did a we did a panel of about fifty people, and we we made six different variations of our blonde ale, mm. and people got to vote on which one that they wanted. Mm -hmm. So then we, we had one that was a clear winner and we, we took that one. And then we did another one down the road where it was, um, where we had uh, 16 people and we compared it to Michelob Ultra, Budweiser, uh, Bose Lugtread, yeah. and there was another one. Maybe Bud Light was, was in it there. Blind? Was that? Was it blind? Blind yeah, blind taste. Yeah, yeah we yeah. so we did two exercises. We had we had uh, five five beers, ours included, um, and it was, the first exercise was to do which one do you like? Mm -hmm. Just rank out of all the five that you have. Top just one rank to five. Yeah. one to five. Yeah. Rank them. You know, so A B C D D whatever. One to three. Uh, one two three four five. There you go. And then the second exercise was we served one beer blind once again. What do you like and what do you dislike about it? 13 out of 16 people liked our blonde ale over everything wow. and they didn't even try our beer before. Right. They've, like, it was completely blind. They didn't know, like, we didn't say, like, this is ours. Yeah. You know, it was, it, it was, uh, Choose this one. And, and the three people who didn't vote for our beer mm -hmm. drink Michelob Ultra on the daily. They're right. So they're like, oh, I know this is Michelob Ultra. Yeah, so that's what I like. That's it. Yeah, that's, right. you know, it's kind of like you guys with the 
Miller Lite. I know you love Miller oh Lite. Oh my God, but... <laughs> I wish I... I want to butt chug like eight cans of that right <laughs> yeah. now. <laughs> only butt chug. That's the only way to drink it. Only yeah. way to drink it. We do but... that after. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good wall for it. Yeah. Stuff's, stuff's going to get weird right about here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you, is there like a I sense of chugging. community pride that you're here now? So you are essentially the reserves beer provider apart from going to the uh, this SAQ and buying from there, right? So have people, yeah. have you converted people just based on that solely alone? Like the pride of this is my community's, I mean the names on the glass and on the yeah. on the wall, is it like people are, are you know, I saw some people in the bar wearing the shirts and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, so I guess there is a kind of certain level of pride to mm -hmm. that. Um, I don't know, I don't really have like any numbers to kind of back up that or any metrics right. to really gauge that either. I'm just saying um, like from what people have said to you and like, or, you know, like it's really cool to have a local option and yeah. something other than what kind of has been essentially forced on you from before. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really hard to say. Uh, I mean, the thing is our price point because of the workmanship sure. and, and, you know, it's higher, obviously. Uh, it's higher yeah. than, than, you know, buying a $3 bottle of, of Budweiser. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like, people are a bit uh, brand loyal to that. Sure. And, uh, you know, we'd love to convert them one day to, yeah. to our, oh, our brand. But it's in, right? So, yeah. 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 Still brand we'll, we'll get no, there. That's a really good question, man. Yeah. Because I feel like now, like, I feel like this actually speaks to the name change more, like seeing like people from right. the community seeing their name right. on on the glass, on the, on the merch, like yeah. and on the sign out the front. Like, yeah, that's like that's where I'm from. Like, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, I want to drink that beer. Yeah, and like I think that should trump any brand loyalty to yeah. something else because it has the name on it eventually. And like eventually, yeah. eventually, yeah. I think it's the key word. Yeah, yeah. because uh, even like sorry, go ahead. Uh, well, uh, I was just gonna say that like. Um, when we weren't even open and we're just kind of doing our social media, you know, buzz building kind of thing like that. And it, it wasn't like we met a certain kind of um, resistance, I guess, because we were uh, perceived as just another bar opening up. Um. And the thing is, like, we're not a we're not a bar. Uh, we're a tap room or a tasting room. Yeah. It's not a place to get smashed. Our hours don't suggest you get smashed. We don't open till 3 a.m. We're, we're right. like at midnight on right. Fridays and Saturdays and then, right. sorry, you, like, you, you don't have to go, go home. You want to go smashed, go to the bar down the street. You don't have to go home, yeah. but you can't stay here. Right. You know? right. Uh, we, don't serve, we don't serve hard liquor. Yeah. Um, the only thing that we serve extra besides our beers, uh, we don't serve anybody else's beers, it's only our beers that we make, uh, but we have wine to, you know, accommodate sure. the non-beer drinkers. We have kombucha, which is 0% alcohol that we have a local producer yeah. uh, to do for us. And, and that's it. Like, uh, you know, there, it's a it's a nice place. It's a comfortable place to grab yes. uh, a fresh brewed beer. Uh, you can't get any fresher than that. Mm -hmm. And a really nice pizza. You want to sit around sit around for uh, pasties? I don't know if you know what There's that no is. Pasties. Yeah. 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 So, so like the little like kind of like a pie. Yeah. Pie. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, kinda, it's, it's different. Like, it's an English it's, thing. I was gonna yeah. say what. Yeah. They usually got like um, from uh, English. From Cornwall. Yeah, they got like usually like peas and carrots and shit and like this like like ground beef type of yeah. thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Pubs, pubs, we, easy eating. We have uh, food. it's vegan and vegetarian uh, oh, ones nice. that we have nice. uh, from Ellsmore. Represent. Uh, represent. 
Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's a bunch of uh, blokes from. Uh, <laughs> from <laughs> it's really making me feel at home today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, from uh, you know they have some background from from England and uh, they really wanted to bring the pasties uh, thing from from Cornwall, uh, England, and and right, bring exactly. it here and and so uh, they are vegan and vegetarian themselves and we didn't have any vegan or vegetarian besides salad. Right. But, uh, for, for, for those people, so we, we have yeah. we have it a little bit for everybody. You know, so. I actually think this like, question has popped out. I think this is probably the most important thing that we could kind of touch on today was, did you watch the royal wedding? This Fuck people. no. <laughs> I don't give a shit about that. Fuck the royal wedding. <laughs> you mean you weren't up at 4.30 in the morning drinking mimosas waiting no, for, to no. see the grand We all had tiaras, yeah. we had champagne. Yeah. Okay, no, no, no. The, the only thing I was like really interested in was, like, was the whole cast of suits there? <laughs> was Harvey yeah. Specter yeah. on yeah. the phone yeah. stressed? Yeah. Fuck that show. It is the worst did, show. We'll talk about that show before. That did show lit wow. get lit up there? I want to drink another beer. What do you want to yeah. do? Yeah. Let's uh, go to the dark side. side. This is the, uh, this is the, the bam. Yes, this is the Bammer. Uh, Bammer, with, Bammer, uh, Bammer. So it's our, it's our stout. Um, this version, because originally we did a version that's not stouty. Yeah. Um, yeah that's maple. This is coffee as Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> we all um, shuffled them around. Yeah. Um, so this is so with uh, Dispatch Coffee from uh, from the city. They're Chanzu number six uh, Rwandan coffee. It's one of the ones that they suggested suggested for uh, stout. So. Oh yeah. Oh, oh. Definitely like more chill than I anticipated. I yeah. like that. What's the ABV, man? Uh, this is 4.8. Oh, that's why. I love yeah. it. 4.8. Um, so it's, cross, it's basically a morning, your morning coffee. It's a yeah, breakfast stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's not super, super thick. Um, some people mm -hmm. are like, oh, I, I, like, I don't like, a, you know, a, the big commercial stout uh, right. example. We won't get into names. Um, but um, yeah, so it's not big. Uh, big and thick like that. Um, this is uh, really kind of a medium body, medium to high body. Um, yeah. Once a great, once again, great lacing I think on I there. I got that mixed up. Yeah. Yeah, so this, is a, this is the stuff for sure. And the other but one's a porter? Porter, yeah. This yeah, is the, this right. the porter. Okay. That's yeah, the right one? Yeah, no, yeah it's pretty one. clear. It's coffee. Mm. Um, yeah, so we, we we worked a little bit with um, with the sales team from uh, from dispatch. Just uh, what are the coffees that they're they're bringing in, and then what would work well with our with our co uh, with our our stouts used. Um, so they suggested a bunch of different things. Um, I went with the the Kansu number six from Rwanda because it was a little bit more of a, a light roast coffee. You got more of a gingerbread molasses. Um, a little hint of fruit in there, but it was more the gingerbread and molasses thing that that really intrigued me the most. That I feel like would fit more in in the the, the body of, of that beer. Are yeah. you adding the beans, or are you adding actual like brewed ground, coffee right? to it? Uh, the beans. Ooh, That's beans. what I thought. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like ground. Yes. No. Whole full beans. beans. Full beans. So yeah. are they? They're not going. Are they going in the brew kettle? Right. In the bright. In the bright tank. Yeah. Okay. So it's essentially we're making a cold brew coffee right. with the beer. Okay. Yeah. I always Why wondered about that. I'm like, how do you? Because yeah. I'm assuming there's a million ways to add coffee to a beer. But yeah. What is yeah. the most efficient way you're going to get most of the flavor? I think it depends on. on I feel like the later always is better because you can't. Yeah. If you put it in the brew kettle, it's going to get all strange. Yeah. 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 Fermentation or bright. Right. Well, because uh, I mean, if you you reference one of the Breaking Bad episodes where the guy was making the perfect cup of coffee, it's yeah. like you know, and it's the same thing with the tea. 
with, with making tea is it's all about temperature and hitting Time the right temperature. And right. And yeah. Stuff. yeah. So um, with with coffee beans, you don't really have to. I mean, time is something that just kind of you know works into the equation but you it's really like a taste test like right. okay this is enough coffee flavor for for me and then and you get to that's go. it you know um, um, I've always wondered am I getting like are you getting the caffeine from the beans as well in there so if I'm crushing a bunch of these am I just question. raging yeah. all night I, I never really thought about it I honestly it, don't know yeah. somebody else asked me yeah. that question too and like I'm with like, the alcohol I'm, like would that affect the someone caffeine let us know. content I, I somebody would, let us know yeah I would, I would definitely think so because <laughs> you're be making some. a cold brewed right coffee with beer right. so um hmm. yeah i think it depends on that because i did a collab with helm last year yeah and we it was a cold brew porter vanilla porter so we actually made cold brew yeah. left yeah. in the fridge and then popped added it in, in the, right. uh, the fermenter yeah. um adding i think it's that that's what gets the different flavors out of it but i guess my point is though depending on the style because maybe there has to be some sort of caffeine coming out of all actual caffeine coming out of the, the beans right yeah, like yeah. There's almost no way because you're still soaking them in water. Now, whether the alcohol counteracts the caffeine, that's probably more the question. Yeah. That's yeah. being created, you know what I'm saying? So maybe during that chemical process, it, it fucks it off somehow. But, but then there's different ways because you can make the cold brew, pop it in. You could put ground beans. You put whole beans, which yeah. I've never heard of. But it's, it's actually surprising that you get this much flavor from whole yeah. beans. Oh, I would have yeah, thought yeah. you'd have to break them up to be able to really get that. And, and the guts I've, out I've, of it, you know? I've always... I've always done it from a like a homebrew perspective. Like I've always done it with whole beans. Yeah. Was there I've any never, reason why? I've never heard. Of, I would not have. Well, um, I've never heard of it. I just never even considered that to be an option. Because originally, when I've done this beer, and maybe this is a beer that you might pop, might pop up on our on our on our menu. Um, I was doing right. a sort of like uh, version of uh, what the hell is that beer from Stone called? Oh, something, the, uh, ex, the something of uh, the disguise, uh, master of disguise. I think it was. Oh, okay. It was. I'm it was being, a blonde. I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, I've got it in the fridge. I haven't had it. Yeah. Yet. Blonde coffee stout. Oh, oh. So blonde coffee stout. you you look at it and you're oh, like, okay, it's super. It's, it's like a it's like, like a Belgian golden ale. That yeah. You, when you look at it, there's a little bit of color transfer, but not a whole Nicole lot. Nicholas did one of those as well, actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like a coffee, like a the, cle- like a yellow looking coffee beer. And you smell it, and you're like. What is but this? like this a is lot a whole, of coffee in yeah, there. This it is like, like a, a bubbly blonde. It might as well just be an espresso right. that you just like shoved in my face, yeah, and then right. and then right. you drink it, and it's just like coffee all the way through. It's crazy, like a nice mellow thing. They, I think they added a little lactose sugar. It's been a long time since I drank that beer, but um, it was a like nice mm. sweetness to it, a little bit of fluffiness to it, and it had like that body of a of a stout. I'm just like mind blown. Crazy, like, what yeah. the hell? What is it's a mind fuck because you look at it and you're like, this is not going to taste like how it's it like actually crystal yeah. Pepsi. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, so then I went, yeah. I went to a homebrew meeting once and then there was a couple that they were brewing together and they came up with this blonde coffee stout. I'm like, oh, it's just like Master Disguise. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we got inspired from that. Nice. And like almost bang on, like little homebrew-esque feel to it, but yeah. almost bang on. And I'm like, holy shit, how did you do this? They're like, uh, we did it with the whole beans because so as soon as you up, right, you break it up, it picks up all it the color. color. Yeah. Right? So it's like, uh, there's like minimal color transfer off the bean because of that. Do you want, okay. I would like, this is just, a, uh, I'd like to see the difference in this beer with whole beans to with crushed beans. Yeah, in the exact beans, same, yeah. con- like if you put them in bright, yeah. like put one whole beans and then the other half crushed beans and to see, see what the difference is. Just, yeah. just for shits and giggles. Cause like, 
I would assume because it's like I understand for stouts that makes so much sense and that is genius because you still get the flavor mm-hmm. yeah. and the roastiness without and all the, all the thing without yeah. the color yeah. but this is not a like it's already you're not worried about yeah. color you're not worried about color yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. I'd like to see if it makes a difference in the power of the coffee because this is clearly yeah. I got a kind of a shit nose to be honest like this is I, clearly I, a coffee uh, I, I did it stout. with um with uh, a very commercial ground coffee. To start? To, to, well, yeah. I think it was like a test batch, like sure. a little, little guy on the grandfather that we were yeah. looking at before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I did one with a ground mm-hmm. and, and it almost come, came off as in like, I put like ancho chilies in there. There was a little bit of a, like a chili heat in there. I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's coffee, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. And I did it the same process as, as I normally do, like in the secondary, yeah. So wow, it was too okay. aggressive when you did it like that. Yeah, so yeah. you toned it back. So the whole maybe this is kind of good for this one because like this is like you said four eight. Yeah. So like this was just a, like a nice amount of coffee for a low ABV crusher. Yeah. Whereas maybe if it was a, a ballsier, like a heavier beer, you would probably need more um, coffee flavors yeah. to balance that out or something. Yeah. I'd be curious because yeah. it just never even crossed my mind to use whole beans. Because yeah. I was like, well, why? You can't get flavor out of whole beans, but clearly that's not true. Yeah. No. Well, how long are they sitting on the beans? That's it's a good question. Three days. So there's it? a lot of time yeah. to absorb and stuff. Right? Yeah. 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 Three beans. Yeah. Three days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fascinating, man. Yeah. Do you know I reckon it's time for? Yep. Lightning round. We need like an effect. Lightning, can we just lightning. do this every time? Lightning, lightning. I can never find it in the phone. Are you familiar with lightning round, uh, Drew? A uh, little bit. Good. Yeah, yeah. We ask like you when, questions when, when, at a rapid pace and you have to answer them. You have a quarter second to answer everything. Okay. Second. When do we have a pee break, though? Oh, yeah. <laughs> take a piece? At any moment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Can take a piss? Okay. Cut. Cut. Wait, wait, yeah. going. No, we, we keep it going, man. We, we still go. rocking. Yeah. Oh, you guys are gonna ask questions while I'm in the back. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna answer. All right, sure. That's fine. We'll How far start. is the bathroom? We can yell. Oh, it's just changed the battery, so we good. No, we just changed the camera back. With the okay, audio we'll keep rocking. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, these are all legitly fantastic. Yeah. You want to try the the northeast, the New England? I'll get the northeast. Yo, the New England was fire. Really good. Um, yeah, like for real, like I am so fucking impressed with uh, everything we've had today. Yeah, everything is, I mean, everything is fire. And from the bottom up was fantastic. Yo, I, I, like, I, I really appreciate the the variety, it's cool yeah. to me. Like, because not everyone, like you were saying, you, the, the, these menus are often so IPA heavy and they'll throw like a stout at the bottom there and then maybe some session IPA, but it's like, no, there's kind of a little bit of everything. I was a very appreciative of the flavor in the first two we had as well. Yo, clear as day. Yes. And I'm like, I'm like, the four times orange is one that he, yeah. like, he, he wasn't happy with the color. Yeah. But I liked like, it. It was like deceptive. It's like, it tasted like it was supposed to be pretty hazy. Cool, right? And like, and that first one, the lime was like, it was fantastic. Perfect patio crusher, like beach the beer. One, the first one we had, the three hop one. That was, was amazing. Sick. Yeah. New England was fire. Yeah. This is a great crushable. Like, there's not many coffee stouts that are like, what do you think, babe? Fire, yeah. haze. Fire haze, fire haze, uh, even the coffee stout in in such a low ABV. I'm so, this is was this sweet maple? Was it sweet? Yeah, a little bit sweet. No, it's crazy sweet. Oh, the ma- I haven't had. I haven't sipped the maple yet. I like the coffee stout a lot. I can't. I got get them, much flavor out of. I did get them reversed. Yeah. What? That's this is the coffee. I've been drinking the. Oh, you dildo. That's that's hundred percent the coffee stout. Yeah, I've no. been drinking the maple. That's why I said. <laughs> It doesn't even smell like coffee. You did ask them about that. Do you remember when I said I'm like, I yeah. think I got them reverse because I should smell them. To... Sorry, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to tinkle? No, I'm good. You good? Yeah. 
I, I do need to tinkle, but I could probably wait for the. Uh, You're gonna mess up. There's a lineup. There's jammers in there. So is there? I exercise my privilege as a dude to just pee up back. Yeah. I like your attitude. I respect those it. Two parties of twenty came in. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, I think you're saying that those baseball guys. Enough C words, y'all. Yeah. I like it that you. you guys feel it out. Yeah, man, you're getting packed. You just get a big days on Fridays. Yeah, you said you're like, come in Friday, good luck. Yeah. Yeah, nobody wanted to do it in the brew. Also, I messed up. I was drinking the maple the whole time. I knew I messed up. I'm like, this is too sweet to be a coffee. What? Because this is dry as shit, and that's sweet. I'm like, I like this. Well, let's go into this one. So, the final beer for the flight is. Uh, the smoked maple porter, so it's called smoke that sap. Oh yeah, I'll puff that sap. There you go. Get that in you. I've already, it's not, I've already tried it. You guys tried it. <laughs> um, Whoa, that is sweet. Okay, yeah. So, that. Yeah, so there's a little one. bit of a, definitely a smokiness Ooh, in there. So smokiness smoky. in the nose and, and to the flavor. Um, it's, it's, I wouldn't even say balanced out because it's impossible to balance it's a balanced smoke. smoke, right? <laughs> smoke but, um, there's definitely a, a residual sweetness in there. And that's, uh, from the maple syrup and the, there was maple syrup added to the fermentation uh, to boost up the ABV on that one. Uh, but there's also maple syrup in, added to the bright tank to add the extra sweetness and flavor to it. Okay. Uh, the maple syrup was actually taken from one of our partners. He has a bunch of maple trees. Must have been local. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so we uh, we made some maple, well, not me personally, but uh, we had some maple syrup made from, uh, from his trees That's and uh, we added why does Quebec have the best maple syrup in the world? Like it is just taste hands down. I mean, Vermont's pretty good too, but let's be honest, the Quebec stuff is just Vermont should be part of Quebec. Let's be yeah, let's, I let's, let's argue just, that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be better if we just take one to like Hill Farmstead. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. just right around them. Yeah, just get like, foam and Burlington Group yeah, in yeah, there, yeah. and then we'll, we'll like cut into Stowe a little bit. Yeah, take Stowe. We'll take all of it. We'll take Maine a little bit, a little bit of Portland. Come back around, maybe Boston. I wonder how much objection there would be to like. Hey, you guys want to so join me right now? Yeah, you want you guys want to join? Yeah, Canada, Canada hey, it's like, totally it's Trumpless over here. If you want, yeah, we got no Trump. Yeah. You know, like we cool. Um, what's the ABV on this one? Uh, shit, I have a blank. We'll get that after. No problem. <laughs> God, are you documenting during a podcast? Oh my God, I don't rude. Someone oh. call me rude for that. Do you know why? I fucking so posted rude. this on that last episode on Reddit. Oh. I knew I, as soon as I posted on Reddit, I'm like, yeah. you should have done that. Mm-hmm. And I fucking did. And then someone hated straight away. Like, interview 101, you can't be on the phone. I'm like, bitch, I'm not on the fucking phone. <laughs> I'm taking brief notes. Literally, oh, there's not it. Well, speaking of, let's get notes. back to the phone because we're doing our lightning, lightning round. round. Can I be on the phone? <laughs> oh, I, I didn't, we, didn't, we didn't even put the lightning round on the video anyway. I know, phone. we never do it. All right. For our own. <laughs> Uncle okay. Drew. Uh, <laughs> Uncle Drew. Uh, can I call you Uncle Drew? A lot of people You're do. Younger, uh, <laughs> a lot of people do. Uh, I like that. Uh, what is your guilty pleasure beer? Uh, beer you would be embarrassed to admit to the kind folks of Kanawaki that you enjoy. Fuck, I don't know. I don't really have any. Get out of this. Mm. Mosquitoes. Mm. Uh, shit, I don't know, man. I don't really. So here's uh, like, if you're in a, I, I guess a Guinness. Yeah, that works. I agree with that. I agree with that. Nothing wrong with that. Yep. Yeah. Beer you would decline. Under any circumstances, so something that's so shit. Coors Light, Bud Light. Yeah. Keep going. Miller uh, Light. Oh fuck. I've never Real had faith. a Miller Light in my life. Don't don't uh, torture yourself. Don't yeah. PBR. Uh, Do you say delicious? <laughs> Tiffany. You know, I've I've had, I had a PBR once and I I didn't really mind it. Yeah. But I was oh, no. probably already in the bag by then. So yeah, yeah. I uh, had my experience. So. Yeah, he barfed on him. So. Uh, the worst. 
Yeah, I think that's, that's yeah. You're actually moving that's, really that's fast. That's plenty of answers. Yeah, let's keep really, going. I thought, I, like I thought we were going pretty slow. No, <laughs> no this is like a 45 minute. Yeah, oh, okay. we, have, and we kind of watch it about 45 minutes in. We start and we're at a minute. One hour and fourteen minutes. One okay. hour and fifteen minutes. Cool. I was. I uh, thought I was under the gun on this. No, one. we're nah, right you're fine. You kind of say that, but no one ever does. Yeah, we ain't. We gonna know it'd be. Yeah. Um, favorite beer style. Uh, yeah, hazy probably yeah, hazy IPA. Oh, hazy IPA. Yeah. Cool yeah. choice. Yeah. Uh, any particular, like, brand or particular beer? Um, I like a lot of Trillium it? stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tr- I mean. To, to me, I know a lot of people are probably over it in the craft beer world, but like Heady Topper, to so me, is, we had it last. We had one last so, night. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like a lot of people just. Uh, to me, it's like time. to me, it, it's a nostalgic beer for me. That, that was kind of the word I was looking for. I was saying it's yes, last, last night. night yeah. It's like vintage, but vintage wasn't it. It's like yeah. nostalgic because it was like something that maybe three years, only three years ago. It was one of yeah. the first beers Every that I was we're like, losing oh, my mind yeah, yeah, yeah. over, yeah. Yeah. and now it's like. Yeah, but see, like I'll, I'll have like a, a focal banger and then a heady topper, and just like I, I I know like I appreciate the focal banger a little bit more. Yeah, but it's just like fuck, man. Heady like, heady. Heady was yeah. like my introduction to like Fire holy yeah. shit. Yeah, that was you us know? too. Like, I would say that's yeah. the same for us too. So Depends when you I think have I think the experience behind that to me was like a, a it was bigger. worth a lot. Yeah, yeah. same. Yeah. It's it's just like yeah, we were we were trying to figure out. If the beer had changed, or if our palate slash ex- or experience combination had of, I think it's combination. That's what I think. I think so it is well. too because yeah. like it was really whack. I had it six to nine months, ago. and it was legit bad, like, like drain pour bad. Yeah. And really? I even like traded a bunch like to a friend who wanted it for the first time. He was so excited in Vancouver, and he was like, "What the like, fuck this is this?" Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, "Sorry, bro. Like, it is what it is." And then we went. Tiff and I went back maybe through two or three weeks ago, and we got it again. I'm like, "Oh, it's great. It's back to great. It's great." Yeah. Is it world changing? Maybe depends where you are in your beard. It's really hard to know for sure. Some people are saying it's one or the other. I just would like to know yeah. how it, where it's at. Um, least favorite beer style? Uh, Belgian styles. Oh, Overall. wow, that's very anti-Quebec. That, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't do Belgian shit. Belgian anything? Yeah. Is it the carbonation that gets you? Like the yeast? No, just that the, the, the the flavors. Right. The, Super the, malty and the, the big. Fuck off, bubble gum and uh, <laughs> uh, banana summer. and all this weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I like. I drink one of those and I get a headache. Like it's it's just it's too lot, much right? residual sugar and 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 Hot, weird. Great. Yeah, I feel you. I feel yeah. you. Sorry. No, <laughs> not offended. I am. Yeah. Uh, desert Island beer. So you stuck on a desert island? Yeah. They'll deliver you whatever you God, need. I was just talking about that with somebody. Under the other perfect day, conditions. Too. So like original heady could be one. Like yeah. when it was OG under heady. OG heady, but like and perfectly cold and perfectly fresh. Yeah. But it's like you have to drink that forever. It can't yeah. be. You know what I mean? Like it's eight percent. It's uh, you know yeah. fuck you up on a desert island. Yeah. Honestly, uh, this would be a pretty good desert island right? beer. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's- it's that uh, old, the, the lime, uh, old the lime. Nah, I couldn't drink that all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, the new no, I, I guess I guess I would have to do like a, you know, heady. Yeah, I guess it would be a heady thing. Heady, yeah, heady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, we were swinging here. I know. Uh, I feel like we're. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just trying to think there. of like uh, pressuring you, bro. You know, even even a lot of the 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 trillium stuff, I find very similar in its yeah. respect. Yeah. So 
like a fourth point, like the like the pale, like a reason, like a red, uh, a more lower five or six. Or like a, I like the Meltra Street double dry hop ones. Uh, oh yeah, I've had that. That's great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you had my favorite beer of all time? Is Hill Farmstead Double Galaxy. Have you had it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is the greatest beer. I love how much you yeah. love that beer. I just because I've only I have to have it again, but I had it and I like I was speechless. Real. Yeah, it was my yes. I have a hard time differentiating. That I, I drank and uh, I've drunk whatever uh, a lot of a, a lot of uh, Hill Farmstead beers, and I really find it it's hard to diff- like yeah, say from one oh, hop to what, the other or or what that one tastes like because I have it like so sparsely you know it's not like uh oh, like, like you, you have, have like there. thirteen Hill Farmsteads at once yeah 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 yeah. And then, Some, yeah so sometimes if a month when because we go whatever every month or two and there's there's like you go to a place and almost every place you go to random bar. Yeah. Just has like there's always Edward, uh, always Edward, always which is always, the yeah, always, yeah. and um, not Arthur. I had that the other day, like Florence. Was, there's a couple of like the standard ones that are always on tap. And like, like I haven't had Edward's. It's fine. Yeah. And I was like, what, what the fuck do you think you are? Like thinking Hill Farms is okay, yeah. but it was just their standard pale ale, and I was like. Yeah. But like, because they always have a couple, so that's the closest one. Usually, would get whatever Hill Farm says are on tap. Yeah. Uh, to keep it going, but um, you know, it's a really good beer, though. Actually, now I'm thinking of it, like yeah, I'm percolating on your question. Please, please. is uh, Ninja versus Unicorn from Pipeworks. Where's Pipeworks? Uh, Illinois. Right. Yeah. So that that would be a really good beer. Well, I like the name. Yeah. Is it near Chicago or sort of near Chicago? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Nice. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go to the next. Question: Beer trend predictions. So this can be a style. This yeah. can be. Um, we've had people say. I mean, predict the little mini cans come back. Not mini cans. The three thirty mil uh, cans yeah. come back. And okay. to be honest, it kind of happened over the past couple of years. Is yeah. Um. You know, the, the pilsner is going to come back soon. It's another That's one. The That's the brewer's prediction. Everyone yeah. says the brewer's lager style. You, you know, and yeah. you know what it is. And here's my little secret. Break Uh-oh. it down. Um, like <laughs> I, I, I look to the U.S. Uh, for a lot uh, for inspiration. Tell me that. Uh, we're also and, ahead and of they're, the trends. They're five years ahead of for us. For sure. For uh, sure. At least. And, and maybe a bit more in Quebec because we're even further behind. Yeah. So <laughs> like hazy IPAs are, are starting to become a thing, but it was like. By, been by, a thing by, already. Yeah, it's already been a thing. For sure. Like, for people have already, you know, maybe moved on to that, to yeah. something else. But uh, I, th- I think pilsners are coming back, or, or clean loggers are coming back. And, yeah. From the amount of influential brewers that have said that, I absolutely agree. Do you know why? Because if the influential brewers say that, they're the ones who make it. They're the ones the making it, so. so y'all just make the beer. I, I wouldn't <laughs> say I'm influential <laughs> influential brewer, <but> okay. <laughs> You're you are a brewer, a brewer though. Uh, yeah, right? you can influence <laughs> one of many banging on the Pilsner drum. Yes, yes. perfect. Yeah. Uh, favorite up and coming breweries? Kanawaki. It could be local, could be around. Yeah, uh, these guys in Kanawaki. Oh, cool. okay. yeah, they're pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> Tell me about them. Favorite up and coming? Uh, I tend to frequent uh, Microbrasserie La Brosse quite often. Shout out to Patrick. Uh, Uncle yeah, Pat. Patrick and uh, Dan, uh, one of my good friends, uh, brewing over there. there. So. Uh, yeah, let's we'll yeah, keep like it lightning. So let's go. Sweet. <laughs> Favorite beer city slash destination slash San Diego. Country. Boom, easy. Let's go yeah, to the next yeah, one. Any favorite? Sorry, any favorite brewery there? Uh, Iron Fist. Uh, I mean, you can go with the the kind of 
usual ones like really? stone stone stone's a boring, nice boring. no but stone's a nice experience <laughs> we didn't because get you go into that. the you go into the beer garden you have some really nice food yeah you drink some uh Fine great beer. beers Do they have a few brew pubs down there or is it just they close some of them down oh, okay, okay. for a different reason altogether okay um modern times Modern times, yes. Sick. They got a few too, right? Love deeply. Um, underrated style brewery, city country. Who don't get their props? Wait, what? <laughs> city brewery. Blah, 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 blah. So, so underrated style, style brewery, brewery, city, country. So like, what doesn't okay. like a region? Under, or underrated like a style. Style or like who's uh, not getting the love they deserve? Is like yeah, maybe. English wild wow. ale is just like <laughs> actually yeah. Um, so I hope uh, when going back to one of your other questions, yes. where it, it, when like what's the next trend? Yes. I hope English styles do come back one okay. day, maybe. Um, I don't. And then <laughs> I don't. Fuck yeah. <laughs> like ESBs type thing. Like, yeah. yeah. ESBs are cool. I yeah, like ESBs it. can be good. Um, take away from that though, um, Great Lakes does a really nice. Uh, take on an English beer, pompous ass. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I think that's a nice kind of roasty, caramelly type. Yeah, but also they 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 went bigger on the hops and all that right. stuff, which is nice. And I think they use American hops in that. Correct me oh, if I'm wrong. So, that's, is it English? Then? No, I love Great Lakes. Yeah. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, city. Um, fuck, I don't. It doesn't know. have to be it's, old. It's you you can choose a uh, style, like English style. That's fine. Yeah, that I, think, I, think question. I Yeah, I think English. Style I said like down for that. Yeah. Uh, no pressure. Best beer you ever drank in your life. <laughs> I feel pressure. And we always, I think we side note this. It can be situational. Yeah. So like, if you guys were like making out on the top of the Eiffel Tower and you had yeah. this like Cronenberg and you were like into it, that could have been the greatest beer you've ever had in your life. I don't know. Uh. We went back to it before, but uh, I think Hetty Topper was, and, and only because it's situational. Yeah. Um, because my first ever uh, Vermont Brewers Brewers Fest uh, that we went to, me and my three friends were in line, and uh, people were talking about Alchemist and Hetty Topper. Yeah, yeah, What's yeah, everybody yeah. talking about? Right. And, and they're like, oh, you don't know what this is? Yeah, like, no, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and they, they went on about this thing, and even Lawson's, and that was like kind of our discovery. Like, we ran we ran with a bunch of, like, 45-year-old men like, <laughs> to, to go to the, oh, uh, to, to go to the Al- Alchemist, yeah. and, and we got, you know, Hetty Topper, and we're like, holy shit, like... Where do what we where do we get this? Yeah. And then and then we went to the store afterwards and and we're like we need Hetty Topper and the guy's like what are you high like <laughs> you can't just walk you in can't just, yeah, yeah you can't yeah. just like, um, but, you, but you can I have yeah, never yeah. once walked in there and it not be a plethora of Hetty every single at the brewery like, at the brewery six times at the brewery oh, yeah. yeah at the brewery yeah but this was like a random store so. oh, <laughs> uh, I yeah. thought you meant like, like a the brewery yeah, yeah. They, 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 they do get it but it's just a very yeah, very rare probably ticketed lineup event or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. Right? so I, I guess that would Strive be drive to Stowe it's not that far that, that would be like kind of like the situational one, I right guess. Yeah, best yeah, beer I don't know it's really hard to say no that's that's a great situation yeah first beer you ever brewed so I guess bring this back to homebrew, or yeah. could be oh, your I'm first professionally brewed beer too. So my my first my first real homebrew was a uh, a red ale with peppercorn. Wow, yeah. you went adjunct right away. Huh? Yeah, how was yeah. you? Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> Way too much pepper. They usually I are. Actually, I gave one to one of, one of my bosses at the time, and uh, 
he like had it stashed in the back of his fridge yeah. and then when he was moving back to where he came he's from like, oh. he's like oh here's a bunch of shit from my fridge and yeah. then there was that still that beer you there gave him and it had ago? it had like cleared out and mellowed out in the back of his it fridge and it, it was really good right. really good but, when you first but it took it was... like two years to get there right <laughs> so, hey as long as it got there yeah as long as it got there exactly uh death row beer slash meal pairing what does that mean? So your final, so your final beer oh, okay, meal, okay, okay, you get okay. one more drink and one more meal. So like Bud Light and spaghetti and meatballs. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Miller Light and a pizza. Miller Light and a punch in the groin. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Same uh, thing. That's about right. Yeah, fish tacos Ooh. and a West Coast IPA. Yo, I'd be into that. From which one in particular? It's hard to say. I drank so many of them in my yeah. lifetime. Twining. No, no, that's that's passe. overrated. Yeah, it's overrated. No, not even passe. It's just overrated. I agree. It's overrated. Way um, overrated. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't. And maybe it's like a little bit of East Coast pride on that one, but yeah. it's no, it's overrated. Like, it's great. It's, from, it's uh, fantastic. Oh, it's just great. Overrated. Yeah, okay. um, no, but like a good, a good old, good old fashioned West Coast IPA that, like you know, we all enjoyed maybe <clears throat> three to five years ago <laughs> when they were fire. Yeah. Um, favorite slash least favorite style to brew. Mm. Again, I guess commercially or I would say probably homebrew. like either commercially or like more so, yeah. whatever's you know, kind of like more, more relevant, relevant yeah. whatever's yeah. fun. Or... Oh, that's a good one. Um, it's tough. I guess I guess double IPAs just because you see the size of the system and how much grain right. you have to put in there. It's your like, yields it's a bitch. are pretty. <laughs> you can imagine your yields on this size with the amount of like dry hopping you do would be. Um, well, every, everything's kind of calculated to, right, to take right, right, of course. Spill and beer. Oh, yeah, whatever. End of the thing. Lightning round doesn't go on the video. It's funny. <laughs> worst beer you ever made. Was it the first? Was the first beer? No, the worst no, beer? no, no. Oh no, no, no. Oh no, no. Let me show you. There's, there's other ones. Um, yeah, no, there's uh, lots of those. <laughs> <laughs> Is there one particular shittest beer you've ever brewed? Oh yeah, there's a lot of shitty homes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it's, it's all in experimentation, you know. So like, you add a bit too much of something, and sure. And um, I mean, you guys did a Christmas beer, and I'm pretty it was sure you got balls terrible. deep. Yeah, you guys went balls deep on the spices. <laughs> yeah, we, oh, we went too too spicy. Yeah. It's the one that you guys were brewing in your apartment. Yeah, yeah. But we we split it up. Yeah. When I say oh yeah, right, Scott yes, split yes, it up. yes, yes, yes. And we put half with apple cider and half with spices, but the amount of spices were probably for a full batch. Yeah. But you put in half the things like we didn't think about spices. it. Yeah. So then a whole big bag of spices and left sitting cider, there. Right. And the jug of cider. So the cider one was not uh, spicy flat, enough. Yeah. yeah. With but tasted okay. Yeah. And this one was carbonated well but tasted like crap if you yeah. mix the two yeah, yeah then we, we actually yeah. blended them and it tasted yeah. good I still yeah. have two bottle one of each I remember seeing that and there was yeah. a part of the video where Scott didn't turn his camera around so it was just like <laughs> that was Rochelle <laughs> yeah that wasn't me that was uh, thanks Chelsea love you there no but um, you, you did a portion of that with your phone did we? Whole yeah, it was like a follow-up. The end of it. Yeah, oh, yeah. right, right, right. And, and there was like, a, was I think there was the even the caption way. like, "Sorry, Scott didn't face turn his phone." Face oh, like so from, it, was, it was like from, this. Yes, like, right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I'm not good at this. He's the technology guy. I'm just the tough shit guy. See, I do yeah, remember right. a bit of your. You do. That's kind of old school. That's old school. Represent. Um, what music do you listen to when you brew? I see you got the Bluetooth speaker up there. That's a heavy metal speaker. and punk rock. Heavy metal and punk. Favorite band. A lot of brewers listen to yeah, heavy metal. Everyone listens to yeah. metal and punk. Favorite band of all time? Favorite. Put me on this one. Okay, like band to brew, brew to. 
Yeah, favorite band of all time is a tough question. Favorite band to brew to, what do you listen to a lot? Or even uh, just more often than not? Because that's probably uh, an easy question. Uh, 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 hmm. Like, and when you say metal, like, yeah. are you mean like real metal or like soft metal? <laughs> no, no, like real metal. Like, <laughs> yeah, metal. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what's your favorite metal? I like, I, I have one of Osiris, Veil of Maya. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like that type of shit. Like, yeah. Like, like, yeah, I like, I like harder stuff than but not no, like, no, 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 because it's, like it's some good. people like call certain things metal and I'm a rap dude. I don't know. I like, yeah. I yeah. like metal. We were into it for a while. We used to go to concerts and Yeah, like, fucking smash people around. Sometimes the stuff he likes a little soft. Yeah. What's the joint? What's the Canadian guys that are super famous? Oh, Dillinger? No, 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 they're not Canadian. The guy from Dallas Green, who's in City. Oh, oh yeah. Alexis. Alexis on fire because yeah, yeah. it's kind of yeah. like a mix of singing yeah. and Melodic like screaming. And, uh, yeah. That's alright. Yeah. Uh, what's Asking Alexandria from England? Don't really like care for those guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're like the Christian band, aren't they? No, no, no. That, I mean, no. you don't even like Parkway Drive? I love oh, Parkway yeah. Drive! Yo, that's yeah. what I said! That's yeah. their favorite. Yeah, they're yeah. probably their favorite. Yeah. yeah. When I went to Byron Bay, I wanted to find Parkway Drive just to take a picture with the sign. Yeah. That's my place? Okay. I love Byron. Byron's dope. You get good weed on the beach, though. Yeah. Last <laughs> but not least, what's your favorite hop? Ooh, favorite hop, man. Being a Northeast IPA guy. Yeah. Um, I guess like my favorite hop of all time, which is a little surprising, is East Kent Golden. So wow. Wow. That all was right. not that, what I expected. All right, that, old that, British man. I bet you watched uh, the wedding, that, didn't that you? No wonder you want ESPs coming Well, actually, one of my favorite styles to brew uh, from a homebrew perspective, and I think I'd probably do it here if I had a chance, but uh, would be more English styles, and, and that's really my my kind of go-to for English styles. Would you throw a cask on the bar and have like a... Yeah, yeah, so we're looking into doing that cool. as well. All right, all right. Uh, I guess like face uh, favorite American hop is like Galaxy, but then it's like. Uh, I thought to correct it, it's an Australian hop. Yes. Oh yeah, sorry, yes. sorry, yeah. Not so you dare to respect my cousin. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, no, no, no. Cut. Yeah. American hop. What would you think? Uh, uh, American hop. Hmm. There's a lot of good ones though. There's like a lot uh, of good ones. Every and like everything. Citra. I like El Dorado hop hash. I don't really care. I don't really care for mosaic. Like no. I like I like wow, I like surprising. using it, I like but, but I, like I find it yeah it's like I find it's like right, a bit so. too identifiable and it doesn't it's it's I feel, I feel that about yeah, Galaxy actually Galaxy is way too identifiable yeah, yeah. I really but see, like, like it, but I don't get enough everything. of that so and right. I, I usually blend it with something else so right even if it blends depending on your ratios like. I've had, like, we did the Get It In Your Beer. Yeah. Like, it just tastes like Galaxy, but we didn't realize that until I had the, the Bell Wizard, uh, the Monogamy with Galaxy. Yeah. And I had that not long after. It just tastes it's, it's like exactly Galaxy. like Get It In Your. So yeah. I'm like, oh shit, the Get It In Your had Big Secret and Ella yeah. that barely came through because the Galaxy overwhelmed it, even though it was the same ratio. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think you'd have to put a, put Galaxy at a lower ratio in order for the other hops to kind of, like, make that medley. Yeah, yeah Just yeah. because, for whatever reason, certain hops, maybe Mosaic is one of them because it's so identifiable. They just... Yeah overpower other hops I'm not sure what those like ratios are I'm sure like yeah. different brewers have their own like recipes and shit but. another one I, I like too is uh, Nelson Sylvain yeah. but that's also not American that's one that's super hard to get a hold of man's right? like yo that's like the number one every time Everyone a lot of people say I, yeah. at first I hated that hop I'm like this is like the fucking worst <coughs> hop like worst trendy hop I, yeah. I've ever had in my life you know yeah. and then and then, but it's like sour beers you kind of get yeah. used to it and then all of a sudden you're like yeah, so that's I, like I, that. I can't say I've had it really. No, you've had it. It's just like a, it's one of those joints that like there's not like beers that like that branded. Right. They have Nelson because it's, it's so there. hard to get. Like, right. Galaxy is even pretty hard to get. I think it's Nelson's a New Zealand hop, correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's the hardest 
hot to get from what some I forgot who it was. Someone told me recently that it's one of the hardest to get. Hmm. Like there's a bunch of yeah, like the Wakatu yeah. and Mateka and all that or Okiwi yeah. as well and the one that starts with R. I forgot what it's called. Uh, Rakao. Rakao, Okiwi yeah. joints. But like Nelson is the the hardest and but has the, the most interesting fra- flavor profile that yeah. people want to work with. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. Interesting. Yeah. I love it, Drew. You're a mad C-word, mate. Uh, thank you for uh, this thank chat. This is a long time coming. Thank you. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, uh, where can we find Kanawaki Brewing online? So uh, online, uh, kanawakibrewing.com or .ca. Leads you all to our face- the- Facebook page. So, what? Okay. Yeah. Uh, where can you find us? Right across the uh, Mercier Bridge. What? Um, Get down here. Really, really easy. A lot of people from Montreal think it's like a big trek, and uh, it's really wasn't that far. Yeah, we came from Oshilaga, and it was like less than under half an hour with traffic. Yeah, bad traffic and rain and rain and rain. Yeah, so so it's really not that. It was really, really easy. Yeah, Yeah. Um, man, thank you so much. All these beers will fire. I'm looking forward to eating more pizza and yeah. drinking more beer. <laughs> yeah. I'm drinking more beer. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, guys, if you enjoyed the episode, chuck us a big fat thumbs up. You know the deal. Hit subscribe below and hit that notification bell so you know when these new Firehouse videos pop up. Follow us on social media at BAOS Podcast. And check out the long-form audio on all your social – no, freaking all your talky – Media, talking media sites, stuff. iTunes, and freaking new. I just signed up for Anchor the other day. Okay, yo, shout out to Anchor. We have to add that to the website, fam. Um, check that rate, review, subscribe. You know the shit. That is it, y'all. Thank you again, Drew. You're top bloke. Get Peace. it in, ya. get it in, yeah. yeah.